Surat, you had a pointed question before we started recording. What? About what? spells? No. What did I say, Ryan? You asked if we were all excited. Oh, are we excited? Are you excited? I'm fucking excited. I I'm excited. I'm also excited. Yeah, I'm excited. Has what I'm interpreting as the rogue on the cover of this book, are they stealing a carrot? Is that what's happening? <laughs> I, I think yes. everyone is really tired of the dicks. So. <laughs> she was stabbing she was stabbing me with a dick, bro. It's getting pegged. No, it's a carrot. So, like the witch is pulling up a turd out of her butt while they're <laughs> running away with the carrot. <laughs> exactly. So if you're listening at home, <laughs> oh my God. the kind of like a uh, landing page title screen for our Roll20 has the cover of this book and everyone has been having lots of fun turning it into like a coloring book page. I don't know if that's true. Um, most, mostly drawing dicks on it. I think it's true. I've been having a great time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Absolute children. His yeah, children have been drawing pornography all over our beautiful book cover. I don't know, man. The eyes on that box might be the best thing. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's I, did the, I did the googly eyes. Just that's the soulless taxidermied box that she has like, tied to her belly. So, it's so good. <laughs> what, was the, uh, what was the meme that you posted, John? It was like... Uh... Yeah, it was Power Rangers. Was it? Oh, yeah. Dick okay. jokes. Yep. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> It's math, strategy, arguing, improv acting, dick jokes. <laughs> when we all get together, D and D. That is, uh, that's definitely the truth. <laughs> oh yeah, okay. Oh yeah, okay. That's way better than what I said. <laughs> all right, where are we at? Speaking of dick jokes, what the what the hell episode is this? Uh, this is twenty four. Oh man, twenty four out the door. <gasps> Guys, it's the Ides of March. You gotta beware of those. Those? The Ides. Okay. <laughs> those the Ides are real dangerous. I read that somewhere. You are currently on the second floor of Harrowstone Prison. You had just presumably defeated one of the five spirits haunting this prison. How do you feel about them apples? It feels good, honestly. I don't trust it. Pretty happy to not have been overrun by skeletons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it was very close. I'm counting, what, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15 skeletons. You're welcome. Yikes. Dead on the board. Yes. Thank Oak you. 16. Thank you, Ozil, for blasting them. Your positive energy. Mm-hmm. It honestly just adds to my kill count that I'm keeping for my character. Are you? Oh, yeah. What are you at? Uh, 16. Alright, everybody start KS and Oza to get the creep score up. <laughs> Did you just start counting in this room? <laughs> yep. <laughs> this room's kill count is 16. Well, I don't think you killed all of them. Did you? How else would you kill them? What, would you punch them to death? Yeah. They're I'm already pretty, dead. That, I'm pretty that sure works. he killed all of them. Okay. Well, maybe it's I got fine. one. It's, it's, it's possible. Uh, just speaking for Stormac, yes, I would punch them. 
Yeah, yeah, I figured. Um, Monk. And, but also, also for Stormek, I don't consider these kills. These are like putting them to rest and, and uh, you know, just destroying some creature. Um, and, and, and also, for the record, Stormek has never killed anyone. In the eyes of Phrasma, they were, there were kills. Or their souls were sent there. Souls of Phrasma that Ozil is counting. Sixteen. These creatures did not have souls when we put them to rest. We were putting order to disorder. I, I 100% agree, my dwarf friend. You got some nice fists, though. I do like that. Oh, thanks. Look at the size of that fist. Okay, okay. So where where were we? What are we doing now? <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> okay, all right. Daisy, yes. how are you doing? He's over really here? uncomfortable about the size of his fists. He's super self-conscious. <laughs> Monk with large fists, though. I mean, it's not a bad trait. You had recently, before that fight, cleared most of this top floor. There are two doors that you did not open. And then one door at the uh, south here that you opened but didn't go in. I'd like to take a little looky-loo in that room to the south. You guys are talking about your fists. Sigil <laughs> gets curious and heads into the room. Not my fists. Um, <laughs> you start. <laughs> All right. Thermax right behind Sidril. Um, it's a... Uh, a lot more spacious than some of the other cells, uh, but it has no concessions of comfort. There's a skeletal body dressed in the rotting remains of a prisoner's robe, hunched up against the wall to the west. He's wrapped in numerous chains that are like completely binding his torso and his arms. And hanging on the chains, it looks like there's a bunch of different pendants of different symbols. You have knowledge religion. I mean, with ranks in it at all, you'd recognize these as holy symbols. Uh, it looks like they're all different holy Wasn't symbols. Wasn't there like a Father Charlatan character? As one of the, like, Harrowpoint ghosts? Um, there absolutely was. I think we found him. Can we search his remains real quick? Uh, yeah. Can we search this room? Indeed. Uh, give me perception checks. Oh, man, that's a natty 19 for a 23. That's a 5. Ooh, that's just a 10 for Stormac. That's a 3 on the die. Oh, 19. Wait a minute. I'm not shaking anymore, right? I'll say no. 21. There is, like, um, underneath the cot, there looks to like an old journal. Decrepit and, like, almost falling apart. Guys, I, uh, I might have found something. Sidra, look, a book. <laughs> Mind if I, uh, take a little peruse? Ozil will try to open the cover, but I'm sure Sidra will just, like, take it from him because he's gonna do it some non 
librarian-esque way. Speaking speaking of librarians, uh, I happen to be a librarian. I, I think we should handle this book very carefully. And Yeah, Ozil was not about to do that. Uh, John, I think, uh, I think we'll all just, like, very lightly look at this book, expecting it to combust at any moment. <laughs> well, definitely take it out of my hands. <laughs> uh, Stormac rolls a 17 on Professional Librarian. Professional Librarian. Gives him a 22. Nice. He is quite the librarian. So you, you're able to carefully manipulate this journal without it falling apart your skilled book hands <laughs> book hands and uh, <laughs> it appears to be just that it appears to be a journal of the prisoner here fucking book hands these these these, <laughs> these hands are not just for fists you see soft little lady fingers those, those fists are quite some book hands that's, that's what we call them where I'm from yes uh, so what do we got? Just a personal journal? Uh, yeah. There's a couple entries. What do they say? It's like really hard to read. It looks like somebody held the pen in their feet or something. What? Oh. Huh? Because <laughs> he's chained up. It's like somebody wrote with his left hand or, or it's really scribbled, but you can make it out with your 22 and profession librarian. Just for the record, Father Ozil is left-handed, so he takes offense to that. Gross. I could just feel you guys, like, leering at me, like, did you write this, Father Ozel? Stormak looks at the at the journal and says, uh, Now, Father Ozel, please brace yourself, but this appears to be poorly written. Uh, don't take it as a personal <laughs> offense to you. I'm sure it has nothing to do with you. But, um, please, please bear that in mind. Brace yourself. This is poorly written. <laughs> <laughs> Not exactly sure what you're referring to, but uh, episode title. I'm I'm intrigued. I, if I may, <clears throat> I have lost all sense of time, so I will be dating this from the day I have been able to write. Day one. It has been at least a year since I was imprisoned in this intolerable institution, and finally I have been granted access to parchment and quill. They say this is the luxury suite, and compared to the depths below, I can almost agree. I hear the screams of the mad at night rising through the vents. One in particular continues to plead for his spellbook and begging the guards to know their names. He says he can unlock some sort of potential in them if he only knew their names. Damn. Oh, that's the guy with the blood on the wall. Day two of being able to write. The ones in the basement grow bold. I have heard them speak at night about an overthrow, and they do not speak of escape. They want to control the prison and make it a hub, a symbol of their power. I do not know what I would do in such a plot. Perhaps they are religious. I would love to influence a group that was actually powerful enough to not only take this fortress, but maintain its resurrection coming from the place of oppression that it is today an embassy of lunatics. Control to anarchy, such a pleasant dream. Hmm. Day three of being able to write. There was an explosion in the dungeon just now. I fear that the madmen are actually trying to execute their plan. Yo. The guards 
are all in a tizzy trying to find their hands. I would advise them to follow their thumbs to their asses, but they seem in a foul mood. The smell of smoke is starting to fill the air. There was another earth-rocking event a moment ago. I don't know what it was, but it seemed to rock the foundation. The smoke is getting thicker. These mule-mothered guards had better return soon, for I am starting to get a bit queasy. I am fading. The smoke is taking my ability to think. I fear I will pay for my sins in this most horrible fashion. Ha! Sins! The weakness that constrains the mortal man. I am more than they. I will return. I will not be defeated by this. Bring me your gods, and I will send them running. Oh. Ooh. That was Mm. good. That is all. There is no more. I don't know what you mean by poorly written. That was very excellently written. I do have to say, uh, I'm going to take that as a compliment. (laughs) Because it's still about you. Me? (laughs) I'm kidding. (laughs) That's some cool information. I like it. The guy he heard asking about, like, I can unlock the power if you tell me your name. Where did you say he heard that? In the basement. basement. Okay. So, because that's got to be the Splatter Man. Ye. Well, we have one more floor on, or one more room on this floor. Shall we uh, go look at it? Yes. Is that all we find in this room, John? Uh, yes. Awesome. On to the next room. And the quill between his toes. Mm. Oh yeah. It's oh, still lodged fucked. between his bony toes. That is fucked up. It's a hardy quill, I'm surprised it lasted through the fire. I am not sure that I could actually write with my feet. It's actually way easier than you think it is. I'm going to tell you that right now. And if you're in prison, you got nothing else to do with your time. I'm sure you can practice. I'm going to do it right now. <laughs> no, maybe after. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's go. Uh, where is the room? It's to the uh, north of us. So there's a door at the end of this line of cells that you hadn't opened, and there's a large uh, double door in the center of this floor. Isn't there also one, like, right uh, next to Sidriel? Between the room we were just in, all the way back to the where the office was? Yes. And uh, you can kind of look in and see it's a, another cell. Uh, like, a, another large one, like the one you were just in. Anything fancy going on in here? <laughs> <laughs> nope, just somebody dying. Uh, yeah, this one seems to be fairly empty. It doesn't, uh, there's no skeleton. Not even a cot. Stormak, what do your dwarf eyes see? Did we lose Flora? Oh, she's still back there. I was, uh, writing with my feet. I just, you know, after extensive experimentation, his journal must have been huge, because you can't write small with your feet. Just so you know. Where are we? There we just are. Just so you know. After <laughs> after one minute of practice, just so you know. <laughs> well, yeah, it was only three entries for the whole journal. Yeah, but... <laughs> yeah. Be like, there was an explosion below me just thing. now, and then there was another one seconds later. And then <laughs> <laughs> Do you know yeah. that? Did you just stop to try writing with your feet? Yes, yes, I did, actually. <laughs> How'd it go? What? I got a notebook and a pencil right here. I'm telling you, the <laughs> words are enormous. They took up half the page. It's a lot easier with a quill. 
I bet. So you have to dip that in ink and then get it back on the page with her. <laughs> yeah, we need you to redo that experiment with a quill. Mm-hmm. All right. I'll let you know tomorrow. While while we're recording a podcast. You don't have a quill and ink right there? Oh, fine. You got me. Like a fountain pen might be an acceptable stand-in. <laughs> I, I also need you to bind your hands behind your back and starve yourself for three weeks. Right. And lay in a cot and try to do it without looking. <laughs> Exactly. So anyways, you bust this door down. Oh yeah. Because they're all stuck. Big wooden doors. Wait, do we have any uh, ghost or haunt siphons left? Do we have any? Because every time Too we late. Go- Bugow! <laughs> <laughs> um, seems to be a stairwell. Right. As some of the, the dim light that's pouring in from outside through the busted out corner of this building... I'm carrying the light source. <laughs> I do have to advise that uh, the blessing of Phrasma has been waiting thin on me today, and I, I might have to uh, suggest that we retreat at some point so that I can rest. Phrasma will bless me again tomorrow. Perhaps we just clear this floor and backtrack for today? I, I'm feeling weak, uh... I am old, and the blessing of Phrasma only gives me so much. I think there's only one more room up here we haven't looked in. Is as long as uh, as long as we don't don't go too far. Wait, what have we not looked at yet? I thought John said there was one more cell at the end of one of the rooms that we hadn't explored. Yep. Yeah. There's like looks like a smaller room. About the same size as the cells. Uh, do you want to check that before you go down the stairs? Yes. Yeah, open it up. Where? And it's not a cell. Oh, we, the shitter? We went in there. Oh, no, oh, to the south. Down there by oh. Okay. This looks like it provided access to probably that balcony that you saw from the outside. There's a wooden iron ladder leading up to a trap door above on the ceiling. Oh. Shall we? Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. How tall is this ladder? Um, probably like 12 feet. And how big is the um, like trapdoor, whatever it is up there? Um, it's like a normal size trapdoor. It's half link, half link size. What I'm asking is, will Daisy fit through it? Can Daisy climb a ladder? Can Daisy uh, yeah. climb a ladder? Yeah, okay, You've what if she's not a, a magical wolf? You've never seen a dog go up a ladder before? Straight up? Yeah, why not? I don't buy that. Like if it's leaned up against the house, I can find you a YouTube video right now. No, that's not straight up. You can lean into that. Like, literal straight up prison ladder. We go in yeah, old that school. That doesn't count. That's diagonal. <laughs> gang, gang. I, I found a gif of a dog climbing ladder. Oh my god, a bunch ladder. of tiny dogs going Yeah, yeah they're, they're chihuahuas <laughs> and they're still doing it. Vertical? It's a vertical ladder, yeah. Just type in any gif uh, dog ladder that's, and you'll find... That's it. diagonal. That doesn't count. It's like... It's, it's very my, slightly That's lean. like walking upstairs. This is a straight up and down ladder. You have to do pull-ups. And shit. If you're, I don't see a dog going straight. Uh, how do you climb a ladder? You have to do pull-ups up? 
Dude, know, that, that is not an effective way to climb a ladder. John doesn't have legs. This is also a dog, <laughs> like a dog, like three times that size. Did we forgot to we forgot to mention that John has no legs? <laughs> you got to do pull ups and shit. I mean, I, I still agree that a dog can't go up a vertical <laughs> ladder. They have no way to grip that. Uh, to oh, me too. Off. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Those are <laughs> steps. Those are step ladders. Uh, a cat. I'm getting maybe. awfully aggressive about this. <laughs> I don't believe it. It can't be true. Don't worry. One day I'll be able to cast fly on Daisy. <laughs> there we go. Proof. Oh, God. For those of you listening, there's a series of like 30 gifts in the chat of dogs climbing up steps that look like ladders. <laughs> steps that look steps like that ladders. look like ladders. You're so salty. Oh, they're otherwise known as ladders. Now, maybe I'm just overly suspicious, but I suspect that last one might actually be an edited gif of Woody Woodpecker. <laughs> yeah, with a dog face on it. Obviously, you've never taken your ladders class. Oh, shit. Yeah, well, no one has. No one's taken that perk yet. I mean, feet. <laughs> That's a tree, not a ladder. If he can go up a tree, come on. Uh, Man, my, this is... my fantasy world, dogs can't climb ladders. Alright, fine, whatever. <laughs> yeah, like, if it was at an angle, like, even the one that that pit bull's climbing, it's still at an angle. It's like yep. a 5,000 pound Tibetan massive. It probably would break. No, he, he's 150 pounds, but still. She. Sorry. You just assume Daisy's gender. I, I should have put my pronouns on my bio, and they're he, him, and whole. <laughs> Crickets. Yeah, nailed it. I thought it was funny. <laughs> I wrote it on my friend's car at work. He was not as amused as I was. I could imagine. Yeah. <laughs> So. I feel like my final gif convinces my argument, but whatever, your DM will go with what you say. That is a chihuahua climbing out a window. <laughs> yeah, he climbs a <laughs> vertical <laughs> bar. <laughs> yeah, he's like climbing, that's like a chain link fence, that's way harder to climb than are a ladder. You, are you currently riding that chihuahua? I mean, no. Okay, well, there we are. Who's going up the ladder? Here's an easy uh, way to answer this question. Uh, is Daisy, does she have any kind of training for climbing ladders? That's the right way to do this, isn't it? <laughs> Not just finding relevant gifts. So go ahead and check her list of seven tricks that she should have at this level, and are any of them climb? Climb ladder. Oh my god. <laughs> You're, you're making her laugh so hard she's spitting out the food she's trying to eat. Sorry, I'm constantly eating when I'm playing this game. <laughs> she does not. Does not, but she has a climb <laughs> skill. Like, sure, she's got plus. All right, all right. Do you want her to try and climb up first? No, it's fine. I'll let you roll her climb skill. No, I'll because you're gonna make her break the ladder, and I'm not gonna do that. I I say we send uh, we send Stormak first, and me behind Stormak and Daisy behind me and Flora under Daisy, <laughs> just to prove it. Like a bad idea. Why? Ocean climb ladders, no problem. 
And then Sidriel can stand back and video the whole thing. All right, here we go. For YouTube. <laughs> oh, this goes up the ladder? Uh, I was trying to give a rousing speech that Stormac would go first, but I can go first oh. if, if that's fine. I wasn't listening, sorry. <laughs> yes, yes, I wasn't listening either, but I'm happy to go first. Yeah, let's let's do this. Um, All right. Yeah, Stormac climbs up the ladder. Are you all in the room? I don't know. What, Which room what, are we? Yeah, sorry, are we? is it the one directly in the north west corner? Okay, got you. Yeah, yep. Okay. Yep, I'm in the room. No, Flora's... Weird, ominous ladder. Let's do it. I'm gonna wait here. Um, so you get up and you try and push the trap door open. It looks like it pushes up. And it's kind of stuck. Classic. Everything in this prison is stuck. Um, hold you on. Give me a strength hold check. Hold on, let me give you a strength check. Uh, Who's he talking to? You, I'm talking to you. Let me, let me show you. Check out how strong I am. Let me, let me, let me show you here. I... It's uh, f- uh, in numerical value. Let's call that a nineteen. <laughs> if I had to put a gauge on it, I would say it was a nineteen. Um, yeah, you're kind of t- tough because you're trying to like hit upward with, like, from the ladder, and uh, yeah, it's still kind of, it's kind of not budging. Oh, let me show you again, my friend. Oh, Can so- we take twenty? Do, do, do. Mm. All right, so it takes me some time. I'm working at it. <coughs> Keep working at it. Push it harder. Push it this way and that way. Doodly do. How many more of these strength checks do you want, John? Uh, <laughs> well, you haven't hit it yet. Uh, I just got to roll a number higher than 19. I don't know if you. Sure. I don't think you can. I don't think you can get it. Buddy. All right, so I climb down the ladder. I don't think I can get it, buddy. <laughs> that's that's me neither. Um, maybe we should try the stairs and come back for this one later. Uh, I could give I could give you this crowbar though, if you would like. Uh, sure. Is that I a- think it adds a plus two to your strength check. Would would that get him through if we took twenty? Can we mm-hmm. get the crowbar, put a rock yeah. behind it, and like, okay. and yes. really get some leverage? And would that actually help? If, I feel if like not, with the crowbar, no. yes. With the crowbar and, like, taking some time to, like, find the right place to jam it in. Who's in there working on it? You, Ozil, and Stormak? Yeah, I can help help him, but I can't assist from the bottom of a ladder. I can throw up things and, like, boost him or something. If you allow other skills to be used for assist, I could try like a, a, some knowledge or like maybe knowledge of engineering to figure out how to get some leverage on this thing. Like proper like weak points to get the crowbar in. Uh, sure. Flora, Daisy, I think we need your help in here too. This is uh, this is oh, going to yeah. require a group effort. There's no way I can reach <laughs> that with all of you clowns on the ladder. All of our strengths combined to defeat this trapdoor. Yeah. <laughs> Daisy, get up here and uh, climb this ladder. And give I me will some wedge the crowbar in and hang from it. Everyone, <laughs> hang off of my feet, and um, oh, there you go. And we will all our combined efforts. Uh, John, does that do it? I uh, see so twenty-six on all the engineers. Sidro's just kind of standing off in the corner, like doing some quick calculations on the on the back of the spell book. And, okay, 
okay, if we put the crowbar here, and then you hang from this leg, and you wiggle at this frequency... Ozil, you're not wiggling at the right frequency! <laughs> no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. So, you... you get it. After finding, like, the perfect leverage point, maybe a couple of you, like, jump on the crowbar and hang down until it pries and cracks the door open as it splinters into pieces and is followed by a ton of rocks, rubble, and like wreckage <laughs> come pouring through the trapdoor. Who moved me into like the room? Like a reflex save from everybody, <laughs> please. No, I did not go in the room. I did not assist with oh, no. the I was standing out oh, here. Oh no. I moved you in there. No, she was not. <laughs> Okay. We had okay. a big ass conversation. No, you had to have. Daisy was okay. climbing the ladder. I said I'm staying out Yeah, here. I thought you were trying to prove that she could. <laughs> oh, I will. Um, it's a seven for Ozil. Vel. Um, Cedriel? Eleven. So, that's gonna be. Cedriel, Stormak, and. Ozil, take four damage as this rubble comes crashing down. What happened? <laughs> they, they wiggled at the wrong frequency. <laughs> We're all covered in dust. <laughs> they wiggled at the. I, I, I swear I was doing it. <laughs> I'm gonna say, Stormak, maybe give me a strength check to hold on to the ladder. Thirteen. Alright, you're fine. You get smacked with a bunch of this rubble, but you're able to stay up there, like 10 feet up. As uh, the rubble is kind of cleared now, you hear the rain from outside, from above. Um, Dude, that door sound, I was, I was looking around, and I thought somebody was like right behind me. It really freaked me out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> good. Um. Every time that horse whinnies freaks me out. I think there's a horse running through my house. <laughs> Real funny. <laughs> Give me perception checks. Um, or I guess just Stormak. Sure, yeah, he peeks his head up out there. Rolls a natural one for an eight. Seems <laughs> fine. Still an eight. <laughs> okay. Natural one is shitty, but it's a skill check, so, I don't know, eight. <laughs> Quite percent. So, you uh, stick your head up, and uh, maybe the, the, the heavy padding of the rain masked this heavy buzzing sound as this massive sturge, bigger than any of the ones you fought before. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> Fuck, it pokes comes, you in the forehead. <laughs> Immediately at your face oh, no. <laughs> and attempts to bite you. Oh, cool, cool. That's not what I expected. Uh, misses entirely. Thank God. Um, does a uh, 19 hit your AC? All day. So it does not critically fail. But it misses is maybe the rain kind of slowed it down or threw it off and it bashes into the wall next to you and is face to face with you 
its big beady eyes, and let's roll for initiative. God damn, that's a natural fucking 20 for 25. Nice. Good time. 12 for Flora. 14%. Are, are we staying on this map here? Well, I guess that's up to you guys. Yeah, shut that oh, door. Okay. Oh. Oh, re- retreat. <laughs> I mean, is it big yeah, enough to fit? No, through? we broke it, but we turned it into splinters, and now this thing might uh. run it. Get out of this room. Ugh. Well, we're gonna have to fight it if we leave. Maybe. How big is this sturge? I don't yeah, know. I'll ask. Tiny. I guess when it's my turn. <laughs> it's bigger than um. any sturge I've ever seen. They were. Well, no, they were small creatures, right? Or were they medium? Those sturges are tiny. Oh, okay. How big is this one? Small. So it's like the size of a dog or a cat. Okay. Okay. I thought you meant like it was like the size of a dragon. Or a halfling. It's about the size of a halfling. Minus wings and legs and proboscis? I just said it was bigger than any of the ones you've seen. (laughs) Oh, okay. Well, that's fine. You made it sound way scarier. If you saw a spider the size of a dog, uh, that would be fucking scary. Well, how do you like it now? If it's not scary, now it's a large creature. Okay, fuck it. You like them apples? Bring it on, motherfucker. Cool, now it can't fit through the trap door, so we're safe. Yep. We're just going to have to fight it when we leave. <laughs> Twelve. Okay. So, it would appear that Ozil is first. Maybe you hear Stormax say something. Sure, I'm sure he says... Or grunt. What, is, what does Stormax say? That is the biggest Sturge I've ever seen! <laughs> Ozil will look up and see this proboscis miss... Uh, Stormax's face by inches and he will raise his palm and his hand will turn blue and an icicle will shoot out of his hand for a touch attack 10 versus touch 10 versus touch does not hit okay an icicle whizzes past its head and then bursts into magical energy about how far is it away from me? It's like 10 feet up. Okay, 20 feet past it, it'll burst into magical energy and disappear. Right. I'm going to move out of the room from here. I'm going to move 10 feet back out of the room, I guess, to where I could maybe still see it, but uh, not impeding anybody else's move. All right. So you shoot a icicle up at this thing and miss. Run out. You say anything? Oh, that is most definitely the largest sturge I've ever seen. And Sidriel is up next. So from where I'm standing, can I see this sturge? You, you can, like, just see its head. I'm going to try to shoot it. I'm going to try to shoot it two times. Ooh. 21 on the first attack roll. 21 is going to hit. For 9 points of piercing damage. Alright. And second attack is going to be an 18. That's going to hit too. 
uh, for another nine points of damage. Oh yeah, max damage on both. Fuck yeah, dude. Awesome. Nice, dude. Mm. That was great. Oh, it's a four-winged Sturge. Wow, that thing is evil looking. Holy shit. Flora. You don't know what they're talking about, but it doesn't sound good. Other than they both said that it's the largest Sturge they've ever seen. It's, but they're pretty vague. So I'm going to... Well, that's still... I absolutely <laughs> vague at all. I think that's very clear that there's an extremely large Sturge. I don't know what the hell they're talking about. So I'm going to back up um, and prepare to charge anything that is not my friends coming out of all that. Right. Stormac. You're face to face with the beast. I'm, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get out of here. And drop down the ladder. Um, or, or it's gonna take an attack of opportunity. Uh, full withdraw down the ladder. <laughs> do you All like right, put back, your hands and feet on the side and do that like uh, the Matrix thing where they slide down the ladder all fast? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> The fireman, right. the fireman slide down the ladder, and uh, you do that, and his like legs are like crawling at you, like through the trap door right behind you. All right, and I will get out of there and um, stand out here, threatening the exit, this room, but giving um, giving Flora and Daisy a good line to charge, also not blocking the drill. Yikes. Sorry, leaving Sidriel alone in there, but we got your back from out here. Sorry, dude. Can we just run away from it? Dragon. <laughs> Can I grab Sidriel on my way out? No, you cannot grab him on the way out with full withdrawal. You you got it, buddy. Uh, I'll stay in the room. I can't leave Sidriel in there alone. I'll just have dropped down the ladder and stay there. Okay. Now, he comes like squeezing through bursting the rest of the ceiling around the trap door as the rubble falls down give me reflex save uh, 17 21 all right so you're able to dodge the rubble easily uh, and he's gonna attack citriel as he's like flying above you like taking up the entire corridor 10 feet above you, uh, and he is a 21 going to hit your AC? Yes. Okay, so he's going to do some really heavy damage. One damage. Oof. And he's going to attempt to grab you. That's, uh, that's a natural 20. Maybe 26. And, um, as he, he hits you and grabs you and is holding you, he starts draining your blood. Um, he deals one constitution damage to you at the end of his turn. And then it is Ozil's turn. And you see Sidriel through the door just get picked up by this thing. Wait, he gets he gets picked up? He's grabbed and he's like floating above him. Oh god. Uh, I'm gonna five foot step and attack with my falchion if possible. Let me roll it. Uh, that's a 17. That's gonna hit. Oh, shit, yeah. Uh, that's 4 plus 3 is 7 damage. Slashing, if it matters. So you see this massive insect just like a 
fucking helicopter, or an ornithropter, rather, with its four wings, and it's just holding Sidriel in midair, draining him of his blood, and you scoot through the door and slice up with your falchion and kill it. Oof. I was... I, I would I would imagine I would slide up in and I see Sidril getting lifted up with a proboscis in his shoulder, I imagine. And I just stab upwards with the falchion as opposed to swing it. I'm gonna call bullshit. You imagined that proboscis somewhere else. Where did I imagine it then? In your in reality. <laughs> Where? In Ozil's huge throbbing fists. <laughs> oh yes, his huge, ginormous throbbing fists. Wait, but I would. Okay, yes. All right, it's fine. It's in his throbbing fists. You guys are weird. Like he's ma- massaging it into <laughs> giving up some blood. Blood shots are the way to go from now on. Um. All right, Stormac climbs that ladder again and, and looks out there once again. You see this long stone kind of like just balcony uh, the rain pouring on it. I love when I make you uncomfortable, Ryan. It's so funny. (laughs) I'm laughing. uh, I'm not trying to take time to laugh on Mike. Why? (laughs) That's what makes it... Zormak looks out the trapdoor and doesn't see anything, comes back down. Yeah. If video games have told me anything... It's that there's a chest up there. You telling me there's not a chest up that trap door? It didn't appear that way. There would be in Skyrim. Womp womp. Okay, well, fine. Oh, yes, uh... Do you need heeding, my my elf brethren? No, I'll be okay. I'm just worried about the itch. Yes. My bites also have a very strong localized reaction. Can I cast a spell on you? Maybe I can uh, take care of that. Okay. And he, he puts his hand over Sidril's wounds and casts Lesser Restoration. Mm. Shall I take off the con damage? Uh, nope. Yeah, 1d4 con damage, right? 1d4. Uh, that's a 1, sadly. That's all I need. Okay. Uh, Sidril, roll me a d100, please. <laughs> Just checking. <laughs> My companions... Uh, Shall we retreat for the night and come back after after a night's rest? Uh, I need to go and restore Phrasma's blessing. It's probably about like noon or something. Maybe we can uh, report back to Sheriff. Oh fuck! What's his name? Sheriff. Oh fuck! What's his name? Sheriff Nottingham. No, that's not his name. What's his name? Benjamin Collar. Sheriff Collar. Maybe we can report back to Sheriff Collar and give the town something to not hate us more than they already are. Sturges are fucked, man. I hate those things. Sue, what is your plan is to head back to town? I feel as if uh, I need I need a rest. Cool. So you head out the door and you open it up and immediately pit with the moisture of the rain in your face blasting on the concrete in front of you. And yeah, the Hearthstone Yard seems fairly quiet and uneventful. After all the chaos you just went through, it's 
kind of calming, actually, probably. <laughs> yeah, that's that's fair. Also, Brotex does feel calmed by the rain, and he will limp away as quickly as he can towards Ravengrow. Yeah, so you head around, down the stairs off the balcony, around the perimeter, past the collapsing warden's shack. Is that what past that crumble the place where Lorimer oh, died. Is that, what, is that what this is? We don't like to talk about it. Oh, okay. Uh, no. Mm. There was a, like a fallen statuary, like a gargoyle, uh, that supposedly smashed his face in on the front end of the prison. But you learned from Vesoriana that he was killed by the cultists that were here. And you head out through the gates, down the long winding path down the hill towards town. It takes about an hour to get back to town. It's still pouring rain. You come in on the north end of town. And the streets are empty, for the most part. Where are you headed? Shall we go, uh, talk with... Sheriff... Fuck, what is his name? <laughs> God Nottingham. damn it. Nottingham. <laughs> Benjamin <laughs> Collar. Benjamin. Shall we go talk with, uh, Sheriff Collar? Yes. He's a sh- he's a sheriff of collar. Yes. We call him a sock. He collars those criminals. Yes. Let's go. Uh, okay. So we head on into town. We cross the river over that bridge. We walk past the unfurling scroll, and into the town square, where we find the Ravengrow Jail. Yeah. You see uh, the two familiar guards standing outside of the jail. What are their names? Would we have known them by now? Oh, I thought they died. Uh, yeah, Lieutenant Anthony Weginald and Private <laughs> Darcy Bigothy. Oh, my God. <laughs> I hope they died, but no, they didn't. That's a good question. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, uh, Wow, those are. Uh, did, you ju- did you just take headshots out of the Gladiator movie? <laughs> Get to the jail. Weginald and Bigothy nod and kind of move aside from the door. They're standing there in the rain. We go through the door. Oh, yeah. Uh, you see Sheriff Collar sitting there. Uh, with his hat over his face, feet up on the desk. Six-shooter resting in a glass of whiskey. (laughs) I'll wake him up by saying, Sheriff! Ah, uh, Yeah. uh, Hey, uh... uh, Any news? And then I present Father Ozel like Vanna White presenting Wheel of Fortune. (laughs) <laughs> what you push me forward no I step, <laughs> so I like, step here, aside and I point at you with both hands uh, sheriff 
We have strong evidence that suggests that the spirits are very intense up there at the prison. What was I supposed to be asking him? And I present Stormac like Vanna White <laughs> on Wheel of Fortune. Stormac uh, face palms and says, um, Sheriff, we seem to have taken care of one of the five evil ghosts up there at the prison. Uh, we need to rest and we'll be back at it as soon as we can. Wanted to inform you what's going on. Five evil ghosts. Oh, God, it's really that serious, huh? It is. But now there's only four, so we're doing we're doing a good job. <laughs> it's, we're doing, it's, it's only four. There's only four of them now, so uh, just <laughs> you only know, four rest assured. Um, <laughs> there's only four. No more piping. Look- we got that going for us. There is 8.2513% chance that a ghost is still left. You can see here, Father mm-hmm. Ozel needs his rest. He's lost a, a lot of his energy of... Uh, well, let's get you off to bed here, Father. Do you, listen, do you think it has anything that... I mean, we still got... Poor Gibbs sitting in here in this cell... I think he's starting to lose it. Do you have anything on him? Can I let him go home? Uh... Yes, uh, I would assume he wouldn't pose a problem, but keep, keep a close eye on him with the guard, just in case. But him rotting away in a cell is probably not the best use of his time. At that point, one of the other guards that's standing on the side of the room comes up, kind of whispers something into the sheriff's ear. Yeah. All right. Uh, tell him what you told me. The guard looks at you, and he's like, uh, Gibbs was acting kind of weird last night. Uh, I, it's, uh, all right, like two in the morning, he was dead asleep, and he... He just shot up out of bed and started raving and yelling and, like, grabbing the bars and, and shaking them and, and trying to push his way through, like, as if he could. He was just... He was like an animal. He lasted for a couple hours, and then he just he fell down and fell asleep on the floor. Well, on, uh, on second thought, keep him locked up. Sidriel, what do you think? Sidriel asked the guard, what did he say during his ravings? I, I couldn't really make out uh, any words, to be honest. He was just kind of yelling and screaming and grunting like an animal. Like a horse? Just a quick detect magic, see if anything's going on there. Uh, you're welcome to go back there and, and do it. Yeah, if you go back to the cell and detect magic on Gibbs. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, you don't detect anything. He's sitting on his bed, just kind of, like, twiddling his thumbs, and he looks up at you, he's like, when are you going to let me out of here? Why don't you tell us a little about last night? What about last night? Something eventful happened last night? Well, I heard the town hall burnt down. I didn't have nothing to do with that. I've been stuck in here, you put me in here. Now, Gibbs, you know that you fucked up. (laughs) 
I don't know what you're talking about. What were you screaming at the guards last night? I was screaming at no one. I was sitting here bored out of my skull and I went to bed. And the food is shite too, he, he yells out so the guards can hear him. So did my detect magic pick anything up on him? It did not. And he doesn't remember anything. Well, I mean, no one... Uh, I guess the other do a sense motive on him. See if he's... Mm-hmm. Yeah, can we sense motive? Maybe? Absolutely. The nat 20. Mm-hmm. For a 20. <laughs> yeah, you get the idea that he has no idea what you're talking about. You, you feel like he honestly doesn't remember. Okay, well, that's fair. While they're talking to him, Stormax leaning back with the sheriff, and he says, Sheriff, um, I think we should do what what, uh, what Ozil and, and Sidriel suggested is letting him go, but keeping an eye on him, but not just keeping an eye on him. I think we should watch him every moment. Have a guard watching him every minute of the day. What time did you say he went on his ranting, raving lunacy? That's about two in the morning. With the deaths around the statue, what was the estimated time of death? We don't know. It was sometime during the night. Yeah, what do you think? They have, like, liver thermometers back then? (laughs) At the time, I could have sworn they said we thought it happened around this time. He's like, okay, this guy's going crazy in the middle of the night, doesn't remember anything, there's a murder weapon right behind his house, the murders happen right down the street from his house. He very well may not remember doing any of it, so he's going to have a pretty good, he'd be pretty convincing that he didn't do it. Mm -hmm. But it sounds like he probably did it. Or was periodically possessed. That's what I mean, like, yeah, at night he's getting possessed by the Splatterman. Yeah. So I don't know if we want to let him out to kill again. I mean, I guess you would wonder about the mechanics of the possession. Like, is it just him, or is he possessing other people? Have there been any other murders since uh, Gibbs has been locked up? There have not. Well, then. Problem solved. I mean, let that guy rot. Who cares? (laughs) Poor guy. Maybe we, we keep him here for some more observation. I mean, we, we have a lead on the Splatter Man. Perhaps once we can get that taken care of, keep Gibbs for another day of observation. If that seems to clear it up, then maybe he can be released then. So what's your plan? Uh, they're, they're totally willing to hold him. They trust you at this point. Once we purge the evil, he can be released. But uh, as of now, we need to rest and we will head back to the prison to continue to deal with this fight against the abominations. Well, whatever you're gonna do, do it fast. And take take the rest you need. Don't don't get yourself killed. All right? We don't have any other hope against whatever the hell is out there. Thank you, Sheriff Kala. He nods. Let's uh, head back and rest and wake up in the morning and have uh, some stone pancakes or whatever we're doing and head back there. It's like 1.30 in the afternoon still. Well, I guess that's fair. Is there anything else you want to try and do uh, for the rest of the day? Yeah, Storm- Stormax barely hurt. Uh, he says, I- I've still got a lot of energy for the day. Maybe we can um, make some more friends around here. Um, and he will... Uh, 
see if anybody needs any help doing anything. Got the rest of the day to kill. Oh man, you guys are trying to complete a side quest in the six hours it takes to get rested? Wait, wait, so wait, is your plan to rest for six hours and then head back there at night tonight? No, my plan is to rest for 24 hours and get all this con damage off. Okay, well, I don't have any con damage, so... Okay, well, in while everyone else is doing their things, Flora's gonna check up on the people that she cares about and then go back and rest at nighttime. Same for Stormak. So you, you check in on... I'll check in on the fist whistles. Okay. And the... Um... Uh, the bar owner, what the hell is his name? Zokar. I'll check in on Zokar and then save some time to to chat Kendra, make sure she's doing okay. Cool. Uh, yeah, you, um, the fist whistles seem like they're, they're still like a little somber, but, uh, they're getting along all right. They're making a meal when you come by. They're happy to see you. They offer you to stay and have lunch. Yeah. Yeah, I'll stay. Stormac and Sidriel, you're going to check the posting polls, is that what you said? Yeah. Right on. There's not a lot on today's posts for work, but there are a couple things. Millie the Baker is looking for one person. You both have experience with her. Also, Yorfa, the blacksmith, is looking for a hand any day this week. She's a hot dwarf. <laughs> Ozil elbows Stormak in the shoulder. Uh, no, I mean, <laughs> you know, meta-wise. Meta-wise? <laughs> is, that a, is that a meta-human joke? Yeah, he <laughs> pokes you in the shoulder and says, meta-wise. The meta-wives of Ravengrove. The meta-wives of Ravengrove. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Who goes where? If, anyway. Wes, your choice. I'll head over to, to Millie the Baker. I'm not much of a blacksmith. Yeah, Stormex cool. not a blacksmith either, but uh, sure, he'll he'll go and, and uh, visit. I don't think he's had any interaction with the blacksmith. Uh, you guys talked to her once. Uh, she returned Ozil's things to him um, when you were first kind of like looking around town. Right on. Yeah, she recognizes you when she comes up. It's like... Ah, Stormak, is it? Yes, yes. He's like dusting his hands off. We're just coming back, it's, even though it's raining. We're just coming back from the prison. Um, we just fought a ghost. He's like a little, he's a little, he's a little <laughs> bit uh, humble brag, you know. A ghost? You don't say. I heard you are going up there. Uh, it's haunted. Hmm. Aye. Lots of old. Dead prisoners come back to haunt us living folk. That's very sad. I helped build that prison, you know. Oh, I did not know. Well, good job it still stands uh, for the most part. He kind of pulls a, a little pebble out of his out of his uh, hair. I helped build this entire town. Oh, really? You, you're one of the founders of this this town. <laughs> it found a strong word. I, uh, I worked a lot of the construction of the prison and many of these buildings. Uh, few have lived here longer than me. So you put the prison up and you saw the prison fall. 
well, prisoners and the warden. It's quite sad. Uh, Stormak will produce the uh, plus one short sword of Vessian Hockren. Show it to her. Say, we found this in the prison. Ha ha ha. It has served me well. And he's like presenting it to her as a... He's he's certain she'll be interested in checking it out. Uh, This old girl. Uh, Yes, I crafted this for the warden myself. Swings it around. This is a good sword. What? Did did a horse just run by? What was that? Ah, yes. (laughs) There are many wild horses in his town. It is very obnoxious. Is it? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, good thing no one can understand what we're saying since we're speaking in Dwarven. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Tell me more of this sword. Yes, he requested a fine blade uh, be made for him that would uh, strike fear in the the hearts of his prisoners. I thought this was uh, maybe a bit cruel, but... um, I made for him. He was a fine man. Yeah, it still feels nice. Has a good weight to it after all these years. Stormax stands there patiently, just letting her hold it. Uh, he's he he expects it back, right? but he's not demanding. Yeah, it just swings it around a couple times, and then like, kind of like yeah, yes. Uh, sorry, it's just bringing back memories. Uh, Me and the warden, uh, we had a little bit of a fling uh, before he was married. Oh. Really? (laughs) (laughs) Stormak's like super awkward about that. He's just like, oh, (laughs) all right. Uh, Cool. (laughs) It's like you remind me of him a little bit. Wow. Yeah, get it. Stormak realizes uh, that he's like a whole lot younger than her. Um, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and, and he also thinks back to uh, the woman in Yanderhof, the dwarf woman in Yanderhof that, that, uh, that he pines for. And he's just like, Well, um, can I help you with anything today? <laughs> and he sheaths the sword in the kind of like looks around the shop with his hands clasped like what what kind of work can we get down to today uh yes well i i am uh, looking for a little bit of help uh if you like help me around the shop today uh, i can find some things for you to do yes yes let's do it (laughs) and uh yeah she'll put you to work moving ingots and shit all right cool (laughs) Working the rods. Moving, <laughs> moving, moving raw ingots and shit. Uh, I like it. <laughs> she just wants to like see you bend over. Yeah, pick up heavy ass ingots. Like move all of those iron ingots from over yeah, here to five over feet there. to the left, please. <laughs> to the- <laughs> now do a little spin. Uh, now put okay. it down. Um, Sidriel, you go to Millie the Baker, and it's much less sexy. I was going to say, is she going to hit on him too? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Hold on. How could it be less sexy? I know. Baking is super. That's what I'm saying. 
covered in flour. Oh, okay, I, I don't want to speak for for Sidriel. What do you think is attractive? I think I think Sidriel's open for Oh. Hey, oh. <laughs> oh, hey, oh. <laughs> but, um, yeah, you guys get a day's work and get some trust points, as you know about those now. And, um, make a couple silver points each. Flora, you go and you have lunch with the fist whistles and then go check on Zokar. He looks a little understaffed, but he's got Pevrin, his son, working for him. And another one of the fist whistles is also working for him, you notice. Um... Pippi. What's his name? Who what? Pippi fist whistle. Pippi fist whistle. <laughs> Fucking what? <laughs> Pippi fist whistle. <laughs> good. It's terrible. <laughs> and is that it? Is that a that's a girl. Yeah, okay. it's a girl. And um yeah, but Zokar talks to you, maybe has a beer with you. He's like, "Oh, yeah. Things uh, things are very uh, tense around town. Uh, not not much business, but uh, people are still drinking at least." Well, I'll come by and help out when I can. All right, from the sound of it, you're doing uh, much more important things. <laughs> You take care of uh, whatever it is that is causing all of this, uh, like the councilwoman said you would, and uh, I won't ask anything else of you. <laughs> Thank you so much. She'll, you know, toast him, razor, razor glass at him, and head out. Right on. Um, so yeah, you guys work the day, and um, eventually head back to Kendra's, I imagine. Two of us worked, uh, one of us was just drinking. <laughs> well, she was checking up. I got some free food. Oh, yeah, eating, too. Sorry, I forgot to mention the eating. Just yeah. flouncing I, around. I headed. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm going to check on Kendra. Yeah, and Kendra is, um, she's at home. It's quiet when you come in. You don't see her at first or hear her, but then you find her playing with her uh, ceramic cats. I thought you were going to say playing with her sidereal. Kendra, would you like to go out for a little while? Oh, um... It's, Flora, it's raining cats and dogs outside. <laughs> cats. It's raining outside. Yes, but it's nice and warm at the tavern. Let's go. Come on. She'll grab her by the hand and drag her uh, out. <laughs> all right. She's hesitant to go out. She's like... I, she's wearing, like, kind of an extensive outfit. Um... She's like an extensive nightgown. Hello. Well, it's not like the middle of the night. No, like a, it's like you know Victorian kind of like eighteen piece dress. It's a day gown. Yeah. <laughs> so she doesn't want to go out in that. I don't understand. Well, it's pouring rain, and she'd be like a hundred thousand pounds by the time she got there. <laughs> she tells you. Do we not have umbrellas? In this world, <laughs> or something. Uh, you probably have umbrellas. Okay, we're gonna okay, grab okay. Right. I'm gonna take my girl out and cheer her up. All right, so you take her out to the bar. Uh, what's everybody else doing? Where are we on the timeline? Uh, are we still lifting ingots and baking bread and whatnot? You're done with your work, and yeah, it's like five o'clock. All right, let's party it up at the Laughing Demon. 
Yeah, maybe Stormak goes home and, and changes and gets clean after fighting ghosts and working in the blacksmith and then rallies the rest of the guys. And let's go have some drinks at the Laughing Demon. Celebrate our victory. Yep. Uh, I'm dead asleep in a fever dream. <laughs> you want to go drinking? I, I, I pick uh, up a random horse along the way, and I take that horse <laughs> for drinks instead. And I start calling him Father Ozel. So you guys keep cracking jokes on it. I'm going to have to keep the horse. One of the wild <laughs> horses. I mean, it could be Father Ozel's horse. It's fun. You mean your horse named Dog? Exactly. Which I still hold mm-hmm. as an excellent name for a horse. This is my horse named Dog. So you guys go out and you have drinks. Kendra is uh, feeling better. or you know, She wasn't like down. She was just like doing crazy cat lady stuff. <laughs> but you get her out and she's socializing and laughing. You know, she even like... Like, he's, like, talking a lot and having fun. Uh, there's not a lot of people there. It's, like, maybe two other people at another table, and the rest of the place is empty. Did Sid come with us? Yeah, Sid's there. Okay, cool. Stormak has led this horse to a window, and the horse uh, sticks his head in the window, <laughs> and they, they sit at the table with this horse, and he says, Look, he looks just like Father Ozel. Uh... <laughs> Not funny. <laughs> Father Ozel and I, and he hugs the horse, will each have a pint. <laughs> and, he, and he helps the horse to drink some, some ale. Flora leans over to Sid and is like, is he okay? <laughs> He's just petting and, and like nothing. <laughs> in the air. Oh, is there horse. no horse? <laughs> no, there could be a horse. All right, then. The horse has his head inside the window of the tavern. And it's a cannon horse. Sharing a, sharing a pint with him. Yeah, he likes it. Oh, he likes it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how hard did that rock hit his head again? <laughs> Very. And, um, yeah, you guys have a... How late do you stay out? Not late. Not late, no. I need to go get rid of this this damage. It's like stopping in for a couple of beers after work, not trying to get hammered. Okay. So maybe like 9, 10 o'clock, you guys head home. Mm-hmm. The rain's starting to slow down a little bit. It's cold. And um, you get back to the house, dry off, Kendra starts a fire, and Gives some cups of tea or something. And uh, she's like, oh, well, I, I'm, going, I'm going to retire for the night. Uh, thank you so much for taking me out. I, I think I really needed that. Yeah. <laughs> See you in the morning. <laughs> and um, Ozil, you're probably just waking up. Uh, from my first nap, I'm going to go back to bed. All right. Full, full rest. Until 10 a.m. the next morning. So. What'd you do with your horse? My horse? No, no. <laughs> You're asleep. What did, what did, did you bring the horse <laughs> uh, No, in? I just sent it back. It was like 
just trotting along along the road when we were heading out for drinks. (laughs) (laughs) You had to come home with me, horsey. It was a stray horse to begin with, so I just, I just like horse. Too much responsibility. It's canon now. There's wild horses running around town. It's just one. I mean, it's a rainy day. He got he got a little loose, and he went out and had a beer. You give. You give one beer to one horse, and pretty soon... <laughs> this is what you get. <laughs> fucking you fucking wild horses everywhere. <laughs> My God. <laughs> horse apocalypse. So you guys head to bed. Ozil, you go back to bed. Wake up from your fever dream and roll back over. When you roll back over, uh, you dream that you're at a Pharasmin temple, kneeling at an altar, praying. You have your holy symbol in your hands, and then the holy symbol, the chain around it starts to grow and wrap around your arms. It pulls them close together, wrapping them tight and then to your chest, and the chains start to grow and wrap around your entire body. The statue of Phrasma leans down as a stone statue should never do and touches your face with a wicked grin. Stormak. You have a dream. You have a dream that you're running down a dark tunnel. You you feel a cold sweat on your body. And you hear shouts and screams in the distance from behind you. You see a light at the end of the tunnel. And you're running towards it. You want to escape so bad from this place that you're in and you no matter how fast you run it's not getting any closer until it does all at once the light blasts straight at you surrounding you in flames and this intense heat just engulfs you and makes you feel oddly comfortable you lay to rest within it. Sidriel, you have a dream. You dream that you're on your knees, kneeling in the grass and mud in the rain. It's pouring rain all around you. You look up and you are surrounded by ten tall, dark figures with hoods. You can't see their faces. There's just a black void where the faces should be. They all start laughing this unnatural, wicked, high-pitched laugh as they close in around you and start elongating to cover you in like this geodesic dome of shadowy figures until it closes down and tightens around you until you can't breathe 
No, sir. I don't like it. Flora. No, thank you. You have a dream. <laughs> you have a dream that you're back in Harrowstone Prison. You dream that you're painting a word on the wall with a dagger, but at the tip of the dagger is a paintbrush. And you're painting D A I You start to laugh maniacally as you're doing it. Yuki, you're not sure why. It's so funny. S and Y, you stand back and see Daisy's name painted dripping in blood on this hollow stone cell wall. Oh. And you wake up. The sun is shining through the window. It's no longer raining. Roosters crowing. And you look down and you're still fully dressed for some reason. And you and your bed and your sheets and some handprints that you must have left on the walls are all covered I'm gonna stop you right there. in blood. <laughs> and we'll see you next week. Oh, damn. I swear to God, if you kill my dog, I quit. <laughs> what is going on? What did you do? Oh, hey. <laughs> Whoa.